Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. So you have to be careful about how you see Jesus, because if you start seeing him like the bad people in your life, it is not going to go well. Well, and you're actually not looking at Jesus. Exactly. And I remember um, that was part of um, my son's issue with his, because his biological dad was not nice. He was mean. He was ban- he abandoned us and all that, you know, jazz. And he often saw God the same way because he could not separate that God the Father was different from his, his earthly dad. But, it's a common problem yeah, that we humans have. Exactly. But what helped is seeing other people. He said this. What helped is having Ray in his life, seeing other people, godly men, to see that that wasn't true, and that he could. And that's when he he started giving his life to the Lord. It was one of his testimonies in class when we were at that Bible study. So it was really neat to listen to him talk about that. So, um. And then in 16, so in Songs of Solomon 2, 16, the Shulamite says, My beloved is mine, and I am his. He feeds his flock among the lilies. Some of this gets kind of fun. All right, this is that strong bond, and that there is no one else. Um, It's not me and the others. It's not, it's just the two of us. That's what she's saying. It's just the two of us. Um, And what's neat is that Jesus can have that type of relationship with every one of us, as if we're the only one. Because he's God. So his relationship with me is as if I'm only one. His relationship with Joanna is as if they're the only one. He does not cheat on us. That's what we were talking about earlier, the one-on-one thing, where even though there's billions of people in this world, it can still be just as if the Lord had is talking straight to you, is working on your problems just with you, has this intimate relationship with just you, because that's exactly how it is. And at the same time, he could be doing the same thing with millions of other people because he's God. Exactly. And he can do that. He is everywhere all the time. He is not limited to one little space. Like we are humans, we're limited to this one space at one time. Exactly. Exactly. God's not that way. Exactly. And, and, and that's what happens when we treat him like a, a Santa Claus or a genie on the bottle, things like that. Well, and his spirit, if we're saved, his spirit is in, literally yes, in, in us. us. Yes. So um, everywhere we go, it goes. Exactly. So if you're treating Jesus like he's Santa Claus or he's a genie in the bottle, he is not the Jesus of the Bible. Yeah. You're, he is not the 100% God. You're talking to the wrong exactly. God. One that doesn't exist, actually. Exactly. And this is what I like about what David Guzak wrote. Um he said, the ways that belong to Jesus, ways that I am my beloved's, I am his by the gift of his father. I am his by purchase, paid for by his own life. I am his by conquest. He fought for me and won me. I am his by surrender because I gave myself to him. And then the ways that Jesus belongs to me, you know, ways that says he is mine. He is mine by connection in the same body. He is the head and I'm part of his body. He is mine by affectionate relationship. He has given me his love. He is mine by the connection of birth. I am born again of him. 
He is mine by choice. He gave himself for me. He is mine by the indwelling. He has decided to live inside me. He is mine personally. He is mine eternally. That's how he was saying that's that deep connected relationship. Who doesn't want all that you just listed? I know. I, I know. There's so much peace in that. When you read it, you can see the peace. I don't have to work so hard. He's got it all figured out. Yeah. All we got to do is trust him and follow him. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, um, what did I read the other day? Oh, um, something with anxiety. Basically, you can live with it. You're functioning. You have functioning anxiety. And I read that and I read the list and I thought, Lord. Why do you want functioning anxiety? I know. And that's what I said. I said, Lord, that's me. I, that's why I have plans for like three, you know, five steps ahead. It's not a game of chess. I have anxiety and I've already got plans ahead. I said, Lord, I don't want that. That's not you. You know, I just didn't realize I had that type of functioning anxiety until yeah. I read it. And I'm like, Lord, I need you to take this away. I can't be this anxious because this is ridiculous. Not healthy for me. And it's definitely not It's taking away your glory. Mm-hmm. So I had to, I had to come to grips with that. And you ladies, uh, if you have functioning anxiety, you might want to think about that. If you like one of those ones who really, really plan ahead, um, and I'm not talking about there's no reasons to have a plan, but I have had plans for other people in their lives just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I can attest to that. Yes. Joanna, you have no idea where I had you in my mind. <laughs> I had your house soul and everything. We we're going to make this work out. Oh, how funny. Mm. Oh, because I, I got laid off? Yeah, I mean, I already had your cats packed up. Y'all moving in just in case. <laughs> this is, I haven't heard this before. Yeah, That's this so is new, funny. yeah. And here I am at my house. I'm not worried about it at all. No, but I was, so So when I read that list, I'm like, yeah, that's good. Lord, that's me. I need your help. <laughs> that is so me. So anyway, we're working through that. I'm working through my anxieties. Oh, but good. apparently I have that I did not know I had. Yes. So I recently got laid off, but um, I'm now doing my own business and it's worked out great. And um, But Anna, in the meantime, she has... Um, plans for you, girl. Uh, oh, yeah. She's done, got a way to pay all my bills, which I haven't had to have any. Nope. The Lord's already taken care of all that anyway. Um, apparently, she's had a way for me to sell my house, which exactly. my house is not in jeopardy. Uh, or, <laughs> or even um, apparently move in with her and... And pack up my cats, and this is this hilarious. Thank you, friend. I love you. Yeah, I love you too, but I'm like, no. <laughs> the Lord has worked it all out. I haven't. It's my just life as, has not actually changed money wise at all. It's just as bad when we're planning parties and all. I've already got backup plans for parties. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is sometimes we have things that creep in and we don't even know it. Yeah, you know. And so let the Lord talk to you and say, Hey, we need a. Can we talk about this? That was basically when I saw that on Pinterest. I'm like, that was the Lord. I knew that was the Lord saying, hey, and we need to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> You're way too anxious. It's not good. So we had that talk. Um, so the other part, part about this one talks about the lilies. So apparently lilies represent kisses. I don't know. I so didn't know that. came okay. from Canaan and uh, Egypt and Canaan. I read that in my book and I read one of the commentaries and um, even the commentary said, it's supposed to be about fertility and this and that. And even the, one of the commentaries I read, it was like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that's unnecessary at this point. I'm like, okay, good. I'm not the only one thinking. Y'all got to be kidding me. Oh, how funny. But um, what she is thinking, though, is this kiss is to come, that intimacy. Um, that is a deep relationship. And it also could look at us from a shepherd image. You know, Jesus is the great shepherd who takes care of us and feeds us the very best. You know, when we are in Jesus and Jesus in us, he's, he wants to give us the very best. So it's... um lilies of the field it's just like hey i want to give you everything i'm gonna give my whole self to you 
And so then verse 17, uh, Songs of Solomon 2, 17 says, To her beloved, until the day breaks and the shadow flees away, turn my beloved and be like a gazelle or a young stag upon the mountains of uh, Bether. Um, oh, I can't remember what they said. It was an interesting part about what this word can mean, but it basically comes back as a divide. Um, so what they're saying is there's a separation here and we are, and we are separated from God until Jesus died and was buried and rose again. And Jesus made a way for, for every, every sinner. It says it in Isaiah 59, one through two, behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save nor his ear heavy that he cannot hear, but your iniquities have separated you from your God and your sins have hidden your face, has hidden his face from you so that he will no, not hear. And what have we been seeing in this whole chapter? We've been talking about face to face. We've been talking about his voice. And what he's saying is there is this deep separation. Ways to be intimate yeah. and learn to have an intimate relationship. Exactly, And that's what kind of sums up when was in Isaiah 59 saying, hey, look, the Lord wants to be with you. He wants, but your sin has separated you from him. And we got to take care of this. Your, not only is your sin um, separated from God, it's hidden his face. He can't hear you. The only way he's going to hear your voice and see your face is if you work on that sin. And the only way to work on that sin is through Jesus Christ. It's the only way. His beloved, yeah, his but only begotten son. You know, because we have sin, we are separated from God. You know, God is holy; he cannot be with sin. But He desires a relationship with us. And ladies, we're going through this because we want to see if you you might need to be saved. You may not realize it. Some people, there's a lot of people who walk around thinking they're saved because they said keep prayer once, but they but they have to or come they to know who God is. God is well. Well, I know God. Okay, well, the but, devil knows God. Yeah, exactly. But, he ain't saved. Yeah, and God and <laughs> devil knows Jesus, but he yeah. hasn't made him Lord. Right. And that's the difference. Yeah. I love, there's lots of people who everybody's are like, Everybody's heard in, about God, almost everybody. Exactly. And I'm like, I believe in God, but what about Jesus? Who is Jesus to you? Yeah. That's, that's the big difference. Because Romans 3.23 said, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And Romans 6.23 said, the wages of sin is death. So we earn death. But the eternal gift, which means we didn't earn it is Jesus Christ. So we have two choices, death or eternal life. I mean, when you put it down to that, which right. one do you want to choose? You know, and some people actually choose yeah, yeah. They because choose they death. don't want to make Jesus Lord of their life. And some of it's because they're comfortable where they're at. Some of them yeah. just, just flat out don't want to do it. Yeah. Some people are just comfortable where they are and they don't want to be uncomfortable. They, or they refuse to believe that there is a God. Yeah, because John 3, 3 says, Jesus answered and said to him, As assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And so people don't want to be born again. But for those who do want to be born again, God provided a Savior, one who could redeem us from sin. And we had said this earlier in John fourteen six, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So God offered a way that is simple for us to be cleansed from our sins. And it's actually very easy because he says it's gift. So we can't earn it. We can't buy it. We can't go get it ourselves. It's a gift. And he said in Romans 10, 9 through 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that he has raised from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes into righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. We gotta live it. I mean, I'm not talking about people who are mute, they're gonna they're gonna confess with their mouth a different way than a person who can speak. But what's also nice is a child can confess with their mouth, even if we don't understand it. Mm-hmm. 
people who are in comas. You've heard of them yes. waking up and waking being, up saved. Yes. Being in the coma, I mean, going into the coma unsaved, waking we, up and uh, waking up saved. We actually know somebody who that yeah. happened to their uh, own their family. Dad. Yeah, yeah, their dad. But I've read that many a times where yeah. there's like, I could hear, I could hear you reading the Bible. I could hear you talking about salvation because this guy had a um, coma a ministry and he would go and sit and talk to coma patients. Apparently, it happens more than we realize. Yeah. And he said, the guy said, I'm I heard shocked. everything. And when I woke up, I was saved. He said, that kept the guy motivated. Right. You know? Very cool. I've got exactly. The Lord can do whatever he wants exactly. to do. And we don't have to hear it and see it to believe it. I'm, we had that one little girl in our church who she didn't talk much, but she did say, and when I asked if they were a sinner, she goes, yes. Like, are you sure? You know what sin? Are you done bad things against God? Yes. The other kids were all going, no, no. Mm-hmm. And I said, and we talked about Jesus, said, Jesus, cross, Jesus, cross. I'm like, this girl gets it. She gets it better than some adults I know. Right. That's all she could say. <laughs> you know, and I remember one another little girl who was there, she goes, which one's Jesus? Because I want Jesus. And we had another little girl who she goes, walks up and goes, I want to be a disciple of Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Do you even know what that means? We can help with that. Yeah. So it's not beyond kids. It's not beyond adults. It's not beyond those who have special needs who may not be able to verbally communicate. That's not what the Lord's saying because he says it's all in the heart. But we are going to communicate mm-hmm. it. I've met some of the happiest people who couldn't communicate. Yeah. I met yeah. some of the saddest people who could. Right. So, because 2 Corinthians 5.15, and he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. And that's, I think, what stops a lot of people. They don't want to live for Jesus. They want to live for themselves. They're not ready to give up their ways. They're not ready to give up their sin. They're, they haven't been broken enough. Mm-hmm. They're not tired enough. They're not desperate They're enough. They're not desperate enough. So they don't want to do that. And one of the uh, one of the reasons is because they think that they're going to have to give up all of their fun. Right. Yeah, right. I, I did I actually went to a restaurant and I said, no, we don't. This is after we decided we weren't going to drink anymore. We'd gotten with youth group and we're like, we don't want to set that example. We're just not going to drink. Our choice. And um, this one girl comes up and said, no, we don't drink anymore. She goes, how do you have fun? I'm like, I have fun by waking up the next morning, remembering everything I did the previous day. Not with a major headache yeah, or she throwing just, up. But you know, it was amazing. She was very actually visibly confused by the idea of waking up and remembering what you did the previous day. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say I'm perfect. So there are some days I sit there and go, what did I do yesterday? But it's not because I drank, because I'm um, getting old. But um but yeah, some people just don't want to give that up, or they're too scared. Uh, those who don't think that you can have fun knowing Jesus, you have not hung out with our group. <laughs> we are oh, silly, we are crazy, we have yeah. so much fun. And we don't need anything to help us, we can do it all by yeah. us. We, we, just we do it all on our own oh, yeah. without the help mm-hmm. of any substance abuse. Exactly, no substance. Um, in Revelation 3.20, it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. The Lord's saying, oh, look, I'm giving everybody an opportunity. He does not. He gives everybody an opportunity. He's He's knocked on your door at least once. Whether yeah. you opened it or not was your choice. Right. And if you're like, I think the Lord was knocking and I didn't answer the door, ask him to come back. Yeah. He's just a prayer away. He will. He's probably standing right outside. Yeah. You can say, Lord, look, come back, knock on my door. I'm ready. He's going to be right there. Yeah. He's listening. So we have to ask, are we ready to allow Jesus to take our life and make you, and are you ready to allow Jesus to take your life and make you a new creation? You know, are you ready to be born again? Because when we, we're going to pray for, we can't pray for your salvation. This is between you and the Lord, but we are going to give, we're actually, 
we're going to pray for you to talk to the Lord about being saved. Um, Because I don't want to give a prayer and you think, oh, I'm saved because I said that prayer after them. No, no, no. This is um, this is between. There's more than just a prayer. Exactly. Uh, Second Corinthians five seventeen, which is our verse for our podcast, is therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. And that's part of being a broken heart, healing a broken heart. The Lord saying in Isaiah forty three, so forty three, right, about making a new way, a new path. You know, He can make a river in the desert. So the Lord can do whatever he, you just allow the Lord to work in you and he will, and he will work on these relationships and you don't have to live in the past. You don't have to live like you did in that past relationship. You can take your new relationship and make it better. You can live with, for your new spouse, not live like, like I'm saying, live for Jesus. What I mean is you can be the wife that your husband needs because there's a lot of husbands who have needs and they don't have the wife there for them. And there's a lot of husband, wives who have a need and the husband's not there for them. I can't talk to your husband, but I can talk to you. And it might start with you first and then your husband will follow suit. We see that a lot. Yeah, the we Lord see that talk, a lot. We see that a lot, but the Lord even talks about that in First in Peter. He talks about the woman being first and then and quiet, gentle spirit, the man following along, seeing that. So ladies, we're going to start with you first and we're going to ask the Lord, to save you. Ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins. Admit your sins to the Lord, the ones that you know that you've done wrong. Um, Once you do that, ask the Lord to take over your life. Tell him you want him to have your life. And then ask him to heal your broken hearts at the same time. And then start a plan. You know, start a plan for reading, listening to your Bible. Uh, Bible IS is a great app for reading. I listen to the dramatized King James version. The Mm -hmm. kids love that, actually. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun to listen to it. Because it's all English. Um, Find a church, even if yes, your husband well, doesn't know. We, okay, go. <laughs> yeah, no, no, go ahead. No, finish your list. Uh, oh, I'm going to say, yeah. um, no, you're right. Um, if you start listening to the Bible, go find a good Bible-believing church. Um, even if your husband doesn't go, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. And if he tells you you can't go, find a, find a, find a way to get in your Bible. Find a way to listen to it. Maybe you can go to, if you work outside the home, maybe you can find somebody in your office who's a believer. Go find them and say, look, I can't go to church, but I, I need to do this. Find somebody help. Maybe you're a homeschooling mom and you got a homeschool group. See what they can do to help you. I'm not saying be disobedient to your husband. I'm saying get in the word and start praying. And Because if your husband says, no, you can't go to church, start asking the Lord. Say, Lord, I want to go to church. So far, we have not met any women who wanted to go to church and their husbands have stopped them. They didn't come with them. They didn't come with them, but they didn't stop them. them. And they didn't stay and party. They had to go home. Yeah. They didn't get to go out to lunch with us or whatever. They went straight home and that's okay. But but they still got to go. The Lord made a way. So the Lord will make you a way. Start praying, ladies. That's what we're asking. So, um, Abba Father, Holy One of Israel, you are the great I am. You are the maker of heaven and earth. Because you made the heaven and earth, you made that with all in it. That means you made us, Lord. You made us in your image. And Lord, I know I can't put a face to names to whoever is listening in whatever country or state they're listening in. But Lord, I know you know them. I know you see their face. I know you hear their voice. And I'm asking you, Lord, that any of them who are not saved, that you would save them, that you would give them the ability to forgive where they need to forgive, to let go of bitterness where they need to let go of bitterness. Lord, that they would follow after you and they would grow close to you and then they would grow close to their husbands, their children, their family, their parents, siblings. Lord, we're just asking you to be with these ladies. We don't know them, but you do. And so that's why we're asking you to give them the ability 
to forgive, the ability to ask forgiveness, the ability to give their lives over to you, that whatever might be scaring them, that you would make the enemy flee. So give them that warmth that you gave me so that they can feel your presence, hear your voice, and follow after you. Lord, that's what this is about, is learning how to have a relationship with you, Lord. But if they're not saved, they can't have one. So we are asking for salvations, Lord. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Do you have anything before we go? And we will, next time, it will be Songs of Solomon, Chapter 3. No, I don't have anything. We just want you ladies to remember that we we care about y'all so much and that um, we love you. We do pray over you. Uh, we think about you. We talk about you. Yes, and we, we actually do. We may not know your name, but we do pray you. for yeah. you. I always think about that. I'm like, yeah, I've heard people say they pray for me. They don't even know me. It was a billboard. It's like, I'm praying for you. I'm like, you don't even know me. But ladies, you hear our voice. The Lord knows you. We're yeah. praying through him to get to you. We put together these things for you. Yes. You know? Yeah, With exactly. you in mind, with your hurts and your, your pains, pains been there. in mind. Because yeah. most of it, we've probably been through a lot of it. Between the two of us, we probably hit 90% of the pain. Oh, I'd say more. You think so? Mm. I think there's a few. Well, I'm not just saying. I don't yeah. know. Between the two of us. Yeah. Probably the 80-20 rule. 80% you, 20% me. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But I'm um, just saying. I was more stubborn, Anna. No, more um, of a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And my own issues. Yeah. Um, I probably so. can uh, relate to, em- e- they call them, e- the people who wear all black and. E- emo. Emo. Are they still call it emo? Yeah. I probably relate to them more than anybody, mm. to be honest. Yeah. I would have been one if my parents had allowed me to be. Yeah. I'm not even going to say what category I related to. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to leave that word out. I was there. So yeah. anyway, ladies, we do love you. You are cherished. Um, we really, we do pray over you and we really do appreciate you listening. And we will talk to you again later. Yes. All right. Love you, gals. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.